Alright everybody, welcome to another Saturday edition of Pac-Man in the Rev. Once again, you know, this is this is kind of becoming a, a pretty uh, predictable pattern here. I'm going to be in studio by myself today. This is Pac-Man, obviously. Uh, the Rev is teaching another training class. He does that every other week, so, uh, you know, you can count on there usually being just one of us in here uh, at least every other week, but... We got pretty busy, busy schedules going on outside of that. Uh, next weekend, there will actually be a PE gun show, so we're going to give a shout out to them. They've been sponsoring our show since we uh, went on the air a little uh, year and a half ago. They uh, they got a new location. They're going to be at the Greeley Mall. Uh, that's right off of 23rd Avenue and uh, Highway 34, pretty much, uh, just a little bit south of 34. But uh, yeah, so March 12th, March 13th, they're going to be there uh, uh, from 9 until 5 on Saturday and 10 until 4 on Sunday. So check them out. Go to PEshows.com. That's P-E-S-H-O-W-S.com to find out all information related to the show, including uh, numbers, directions. Um, I know in the past I have I've been out of town, so I haven't had a chance to update. I know in the past that they have had a $1 off admission coupons there. Admission is good for uh, both days, so it's not a pay-as-you-visit. It's a one-pay, get in. And uh, they also offer CCW classes there for $50, which uh, also includes the admission. So, you know, you can't get a better deal than that. They're doing gun giveaways. Uh, I did happen to hear an ad that the Rev had run, and they were doing a tactical shotgun giveaway on uh, Saturday. I don't know the the manufacturer or any of those details, so my apologies for that. But they are giving away a customized AR-15 on Sunday by Warriors Revolution. And... Uh, Speaking of Warriors Revolution, that is actually where the Rev holds his training classes. So you can go to their website and uh, get some information about that, or you can contact the Rev directly. Uh, the phone in his pocket, people, it is 303-809-3343. It is a, uh, he's teaching a, he teaches a very, very in-depth uh urban survival preparedness uh, crisis management class uh, it's broken into several sections but the nice thing about this class is is that you can come in in any session because they're all individual units so they can be taken in any order and it does not distract from the previous or following sessions so again get in touch with the rev for more information about that uh, I'm a little unprepared today. I don't have, I usually don't have notes in front of me or anything like that, uh, but uh, I was out of town in Texas all last week or the week before, and, uh, you know, I kind of picked up playing poker as a uh, professional income source, and I was doing that till way too late last night, so... You know that's uh, so. Forgive if I uh, if I kind of course off track here. You know, being a Saturday show coming at the end of the week. You know, between what's on TV and what's and uh, and the several wonderful radio stations and programs that you get to hear on this channel before you get to listen to me babble on for an hour. We uh, 
you know, there's there's not a lot of news and that I can bring you that you haven't heard or that hasn't been discussed for a long time. So uh, what I thought I would do is I am heavily involved in a lot of social media, political groups and stuff like that, survival groups, all kinds of different things. But the politics side being uh, being for this particular radio show. So what I thought I'd do is I would just go through and pick uh, some of the debates and topics that I have been involved in over the last week. Uh, There's some pretty interesting ones. Uh, I'm mainly in liberal political groups. that, you know, there there is a lot of conservatives in them, but they are primarily run by liberals and uh, and catered for liberals because it's one of those uh, you know one of those philosophies of keeping your friends close, keeping your enemies closer, gives you a unique perspective into the thought process. Which, as time goes on, I'm not entirely sure there is a, even a thought process there, but. We it gives me a chance to talk about uh, talk with them and get their get their viewpoints on different things. And I got to tell you, you know, they and you know, pardon the pun, they are throwing the term radical around towards the right a little bit too liberally uh, because these some of these people are absolutely out of their minds. Uh, but you know, so we're we're going to talk about that. Uh, a couple issues. We're going to talk about gas prices. We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of the things that were said during the State of the Union. Some articles that have come out from a couple different people. Uh, <coughs> uh, one in particular from the Washington Post, and uh, that's what we're going to do today. So um, I know we're going to be uh, rocking on into a into our first short break here pretty soon. So we'll carry this first topic over to the. Uh, over to the second section here, but uh, one of the one of the interesting things that somebody had posted in one of these groups was uh, this was a quote from an economist. Uh, um, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his name. He is a French economist, but he said, "When plunder becomes a way of life for a group of men in a society, over the course of time, they create for themselves a legal system that authorizes it and a moral code that glorifies it." Um, sounds pretty philosophical. It really does. But uh, uh, from from a perspective of society, this this is this is kind of the notion, the way that the way that the the middle and and lower class liberals are conditioned to think by their political parties about oh these men of wealth and these men of power and this and that they're they're running your lives and they're destroying your lives and they're preventing your success and they're preventing your prosperity. Here's the thing, people. Um, this is my take on this. Uh, people are just people. There is no physical difference between you and Vladimir Putin or President Biden or Elon Musk or the Koch brothers or Jeff Bezos or uh, President Marcon, you know, there there is no physical difference between you. Having wealth and having power uh, does not make an individual less vulnerable, less frail, or, or stronger than anybody else. And we're going to get into that when we get back from the break. 
Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. Hey, folks, the Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule, but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church, 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose Through the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. Are you paying too much for your home, life, or auto insurance? It only takes 10 minutes to find out. Hi, this is Kevin Voles with Badger Insurance Advisors. Choosing insurance plans can be difficult. That's why I make it easy. I'll make the calls, compare the plans and prices, and find you the insurance plan that fits your needs. Best of all, my help is at no cost to you. Call me today at 303-359-1799 or visit badgerinsuranceadvisors.com. Let me find the right insurance for you. Give me all your loving, all your All right, welcome back. A uh, little short break there. So just before just before we went on break, I had read a, a quote from a French uh, economist that said, and I'll repeat that quote, when plunder becomes a way of life for a group of men in a society, over the course of time, they create for themselves a legal system that authorizes it and a moral code that glorifies it. Uh, there is some truth to that. You know, people in power want to stay in power. Nobody wants to give up power. I can only think of uh, two people, I believe, uh, in two two known figures of history who have actually given up authority and and turned down power. Uh, one being our first president of the United States, George Washington, because when when our country first gained independence, we weren't entirely sure what kind of uh, government we were going to have in this nation. Uh, it was being built, but at the time, he was actually offered the title of king, uh, to which his retort was, I did not fight against King George III to become King George I. So the other one was Godfrey uh, in the First Crusades nearly over oh, over a thousand years ago, uh, or roughly about a thousand years ago. Um, those are the only two historical figures that I can think of that, uh, that truly tried to step away from power. Now, interestingly enough, both of those people ended up in positions of authority, but not by their own volition. And, uh, but anyway, so there's some truth to this quote, the people of power and people of wealth will attempt to influence and create a system that benefits them, that protects them. But here's the thing about it, guys. Uh, 
as I was saying when we went into the break, no no amount of money, no amount of wealth, no amount of power from a humanistic side of all things makes an individual stronger or less frail or or any of those type of things. People are people. So what I'm getting at is king is just a title. President is just a title. Prime minister is just a title. Dictator is just a title. As a person stands, an individual can only accomplish what a society supports them to accomplish, uh, good or bad. That's not. It's not. It has. It has no variance. It has. It has no bias. And what I mean by that is, is that a rich man cannot get rich if people do not give them money. A powerful man cannot become powerful if people are not loyal to them. A king cannot rule if his people have not decided that he is the person in charge and that we will dedicate our loyalty to them. A person, an oppressive person like a dictator, cannot oppress people unless there are people to carry out that oppression. So, when when the left gets on this tirade about what the wealthy are doing to the world, listen, 1%, 1%, that's the percentage of the people, that's what they call them, the one percenters, the ultra-wealthy elite. Well, here's the thing, 1% equals 1 out of 100. You show me one person, one person in this world, that if you put them in a room against 99 other enemies, that they are likely to come out on top. It's not statistically probable. It, it's possible, but the reality of it is, is that these people are in power because you let them be. They're not in power because they stole something from you or because they... Or because they went into your bank account and took all your money and all this. You know, maybe those things happened, but they happened because society allows them to happen. We are talking about a society of 320 million people in the United States. We are talking about a congressional uh, Congress of 535 between your house and your Senate. Uh, an administrative staff in the White House of X number of people. So, the reality of it is, and then you know, and then if you add all the ultra wealthy billionaires and you know all those all those evil guys that make money because they're successful in life, uh, if you add all of that to the mix, you you know you're going to add a few hundred more onto that. But the point of it is, is that uh, I've been to high school parties that have more people in them than this, than that, than the ruling class of this country, and so. The only reason these people obtain the power and the control and, and the wealth that they have is because we allow it. The, the reality of it is, is that they, we have, it only comes to be through acceptance, through support, or through benign compliance. So, 
a king can only rule his country so long as the people of that country want to be ruled by that king. He can only enforce his laws if his enforcers are willing to follow his orders. So no man does what they do in this world by themselves. Nobody accomplishes this power, this corruption, this greed by themselves. The system that this that this quote refers to being created to to authorize these people to be this way only exists because the society that lives under that system accepts it. So, you know, that that was one of the that was one of the first uh the first interesting debates that I had on there because these people are are obsessed with the idea that income disparity and all of this stuff is the reason that that so many people in this country are not prosperous, and so what do they? What is their solutions to this? Uh, oh well, we need to tax the rich more, and you know that's that's a by proxy. Uh, that's a by proxy evening out of wealth distribution because, yeah, technically, if you take some of the rich guy's money away, his income is closer to yours, but yours didn't go up. Yours didn't change. You're not taking the money from the rich guy and giving it to the poor guy. This isn't Robin Hood, okay? We're not talking about a Kevin Costner movie here. When you take money on the premise of take it from the rich and give it to the government, that's not improving your situation. Yes, the rich guy technically has less money, but your milk didn't go down, your gasoline, which, by the way, that's another topic we're going to talk about, but we'll get to that in a minute. Your gasoline didn't go down, your bills didn't go down, and your wages didn't go up because you took the rich man's money. In fact, uh, as it turns out, a significant amount of blowback from such from the government having so much control over so much financial uh, power within this country is that you actually become broker over time when the government is the one that is in charge of the finances because the government never puts back a hundred percent of what they take which means there's always a constant negative happening and that constant negative means that eventually the financial pool that they pull their taxes out of will begin to drain. And so the solution to that from the government's perspective is, well, we're going to print more money and we're going to shove it into this uh, into this crumbling economy and then there will be a lot more money out there that we can continue to tax and continue to take more out than we give back in until eventually the cycle repeats itself and the printing presses turn on again and boom, here comes another injection of cash. And over time, you, who didn't get your pay wage, who didn't get your pay increase, and, and all your other stuff got more expensive, your, your, your conditions, your living conditions are declining because you're actually making less. Like, even, even with a pay raise, you're making less. Like, if you get a 5% pay raise, but there's a 6% increase cost of living, you're making, you're living in lower quality than you did before that. Uh, and so, you know, so the the idea of the system creating a, a you know, authorizing plunder and authorizing moral code, it, that may be true, but that is true because you let it happen. That is true because you support it. Now, you're saying to yourself right now, you're saying, I don't support that. Well, you do, because compliance is a form of support. 
It's just like not telling a truth, saying nothing. An untold truth is a lie. Well, a uh, non-resistance, non-resistance and compliance is support. Whether you agree with what's happening, if you aren't doing anything about it, you're supporting it. You know, you may not be out there voting for the people, or you may not be out there saying, yes, we need to pass these crazy financial laws that really hurt my family and make the rich people richer. You may not be saying you support that, but because you're not standing up against it, you kind of are. You know, and that's and that's not me trying to be a, you know, rude or anything to anybody, but that's the reality of it. Is that that no nobody nobody oppresses anybody that without help from people, without help from the people that they oppress, and that usually comes in the form like there's a, there's a really fantastic cartoon that somebody had put on Facebook, and it was three sections, and the first section it was a cartoon about Egyptian days, and the first section there was one man standing in a in front of a crowd of people that were down on their hands and knees, bowing, and he was cracking a whip, and then in the next picture, one of those men stood up, and was staring at the person who was holding the whip and in the last picture all the people down on their hands and knees stand, were standing and the person who was cracking the whip was down on his hands and knees because that's how it is as long as the people do not resist what is happening then you cannot expect those in authority and power to freely give that up to give back to you you know you're not going to see these people say well you know what what I'm doing just just it's just wrong so I'm just gonna stop you know if they felt that way they wouldn't have done it in the first place so as long as we support it through the through the measure of either actually supporting these individuals which we see that in politics you know I'm I, uh, this guy over here is a Republican so he's gonna vote for a Republican this guy over here is a Democrat he's gonna vote for a Democrat that's how I support the things that I think I believe in and and support them for the things that they believe in uh, you know so so we all do support something but generally the compliance is is the biggest form of support and more often than not that compliance is bought and paid for uh, usually through uh, usually through things like even like stimulus packages and stuff like if I, if I can give you enough enough to get by enough for it to not be worth your time to stand up and demand more because you're you're satisfied then you become compliant you become complacent and and that complacency is support so whether whether you want to admit that you uh, that you support it or not unless you're stepping outside the box to fight it and I'm, I mean stepping outside the box because working within the system is useless if the system is truly manipulated to authorize and glorify what the authoritarians do so you're trying so if you're not willing to step out of that system if these people of plunder create a system that benefits them and you're trying to work inside that system you're benefiting them and that's that's the thing about it is that like when you say well we'll just vote them out well the, you're trying to use a system that they're in control of to control them and and it doesn't really work that way like there has to be a more I'm not talking about grab your guns and take to the streets there's there's forms of passive resistance but it 
it doesn't work if we aren't you you know if we aren't unified and unanimously against this plunder, and uh, and they and they seek that they know that that's where the that's where the concept of divide and conquer and the sowing of division in this country is because if we're not unified if we're not in you know when they shut down churches and bars you know because of because of the pandemic you know when when people aren't together people are not unifying. So when people are wearing masks and they're unidentifying themselves with each other and they're not talking to each other, they're not socializing with each other, you don't really have to worry too much about what is going to come of that. You don't have to worry about about a unification of people who oppose the actions you do if you keep those people separate and concerned with themselves. And that's something that these people plunder are very good at. Anyway, that's enough on that topic. We're going to go on a short break and we're going to jump on the next one. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here are some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate. 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693. Or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards. Hey folks, the Rev here. Most of you know I teach a hardcore urban survival class at Warriors Revolution. Classes are every other Thursday and Saturday. Classes are $25 a session, and there's five total sessions. Contact the radio station at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. Or you can call the Rev directly. We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. 
This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Thursday, from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. All right, everybody. Welcome back, man. That first half hour flies by. Uh, so we're gonna go. We're gonna jump onto another topic here. Uh, fun one that everybody's dealing with right now is big on social media is the rising fuel costs. Um, here's the thing. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, a lot of people on the right, you know, blame Biden. You can go across all these little stickers. You can find all these little stickers on pumps of Biden pointing at a price on a fuel pump. Says I did that. And the general retort to that from the left is the president doesn't influence the price of gases. The president doesn't set the price of gases, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Technically, that's kind of correct. The president does not set the price of gas. However, the thing is, is that market values are influenced by many factors. And yes, this war is going to cause gas prices to go up. We understand that. But that's not the point, because even before the war, we're still breaking out at $3 to 350 a gallon wherever you're going. Now some places are well over 5 Uh How does a president affect this? Well, very simply, a political party's position on managing resources on how to manage resources affects the markets of those resources. If you have a political party that takes over a country that says, we as America, being one of the largest consumers of fuel, and at the time that this party took over, one of the largest producers of crude oil and exporters of crude oil, and you as a political party say, we're shutting all that down. We're canceling new leasing. We're canceling new drilling permits. We are shutting down pipelines. We are doing all this. Well, the rest of the world that does still produce oil and, and all that and is not affected by your domestic policies of energy management sees an opportunity. They see a major competitor leaving the field, which means they no longer have to offer fuel at a price that is competitive because there's no competition. You know, that's 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 free market capitalism 101. You know, like everybody always talks about, oh, America's a capitalist country. Capitalism is evil. We need to go to this. We need to go to that. Every nation in this world operates on capitalism because no form of government, no style of taxation, nothing works without money and capitalism and the way you raise money. So anyway, forget all that. That's kind of getting off track. Like I said I'm a little unprepared, so I, I get side-noted on things that irritate the crap out of me. But uh, anyway, so political parties, their, their take on consumable resources, fuel being a big one, has a dramatic effect when they, especially when they turn those beliefs into physical action, like shutting down production, like choosing to increase importing oil versus producing oil. Those things are going to have an impact. But I want to get into this from a different perspective. You know, I don't, I don't really care who caused this, but you need to understand something. So everybody is complaining. Bernie Sanders put out a tweet and said, hey, you know, 
Wake up, America. The oil industry made $24 billion last, uh, you know, last quarter. That's, that's record profits for them. We need to get on these price-gouging people and corporations. And that's a lie, people. Do not let the government or any politician pay you lip service about how concerned they are about the cost of fuel in this country. Because let me explain something to you. For every dollar of fuel that is sold in this country, anywhere between 18 to 22% of that goes directly to the federal government. Now, state governments get to apply their own taxes on that. So we're just going to talk about government in general, from local to state to federal, because they all get to get their little piece of this. Uh, anyway, so by the time it's all said and done, in some cases, up to 30%, up to 30 cents of every dollar, which means 90 cents of a, of a $3 gallon of fuel goes to the government. The government also charges gas stations two cents per gallon for underground storage of fuel. So if you've got a thousand gallons, you know, if you've got a thousand gallon tank, you're paying 20 bucks in, in, in fees just to fill that tank. And you know they got more than that, and they've got several types of fuel. So, I mean, the, the government is pulling a ton amount of money out of this. Now, not only that, but when that oil is sold, the government gets to collect taxes on the profits that that company made. So whatever percentage of that is off of the sale of that product that, that results in profits, the government gets to collect taxes on. So let's just – let's – Let's just pick a conservative number and say 75% goes to the oil company. 75 cents on the dollar goes to the oil company. That's got to pay operations across the board. We're talking about exploration. We're talking about drilling. We're talking about refining. We're talking about transportation, shipment, employee payrolls, insurances, licenses and fees, leasings and permits. Everything related to running a business has to be paid out of that 75%. By the time you pay all that off, the percentage that is left over that is actual profits is less than what the government is getting out of the sale of fuel. So yes, when fuel prices are higher, oil industry makes more money. Whenever you can sell anything for more money, you make more money. However, don't be fooled by a politician who tells you that they are concerned about oil prices. They are concerned about it during an election year when they know it's your concern and they need to pretend that they're on your side. But there are no businesses, no entities profiteering off of high prices of oil and gasoline like the government. And not only is it more money that they're getting on the profit side than the actual oil industry, it is zero cost profit. The government doesn't have to put any labor into bringing that oil from the earth to your car. They don't have to do anything except sit back and say, we wrote a law that requires you to give us this. So, yes, oil companies are making a lot of money right now, people. But don't count on your government to regulate it in any manner, form, or fashion that is going to be beneficial to your pocketbook. Because the government is making billions and billions and billions of dollars for doing absolutely nothing
but being a government. That's where, that's, that's where we always say whenever somebody tells you something or whenever you see something happening to follow the money and consider the source. Well, the money is going to the government and the government is the source of the situation. So do not think that when Biden stands up at, at State of the Union and says, let me give you a, uh, let me uh, tell you, we're going to start working on tackling the rising fuel cost crisis, blah, 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 blah. Now, they're only interested in that because it's a voting year. Uh, you know, same reason why the border is now suddenly a crisis, why all of a sudden the Democrats have turned their backs on the teachers unions who want to see schools shut down again because of coronavirus and said, nope, we're going to keep businesses and schools open. Why are they flopping on these positions? Because they were unpopular positions and uh, now it's a time of year where popularity becomes important again. Uh, we're going to come back with another topic after the break. In 1964, a 10 cent dime bought you 10 cents worth of stuff. Today, we sell this silver dime for well over $2. This silver dime will buy you the same amount as it did in 1964, and it will buy you the same amount in 2030, 2040 and well beyond. Call 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, your gold and silver experts. 800-951-0592. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Pac-Man and the Rev Show. Uh, Pac-Man flying solo here, uh, doing what I do, and that's just kind of giving my uh, my perspective and my opinions on things. And, uh, you know, if, if, you're, if you're looking for the latest news, I'm not your guy. I don't really do the news so much as give a... Uh, uh, personal perspective of current events maybe but uh i'm not really uh i'm not an anchor man so you know 
gonna have to uh, gonna have to uh, hold out there because uh, more of that is coming. We got plenty of amazing hosts doing shows on this uh, radio station that will give you all the details you need to know about all the major things happening in the world. But anyway, so we're moving through these social media conversations and topics that that I've had in these in these political groups that I'm in. Uh, we started out with the the plunder and the prosperity of rich people and 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 the the government's idea of of, of making the, the the poor man more successful is to seize control of more public assets, uh, private assets, and you know we know that doesn't work. Um, we've always known that doesn't work, but uh, nobody has ever nobody no. No people has ever prospered by giving everything they have to their government. Uh, anyway, not going to get into that. Uh, so this next one I found really interesting, mainly because this topic popped up right after the State of the Union, where obviously the Biden administration was forced to acknowledge that there is a serious crisis along the southern border of this nation. Um, anyway... So this article came out by the Washington Post, and it was an article that was headlined, Trump's wall has been breached over 3,000 times by smugglers. Well, there's a couple things here that, that, that's a problem with this. Um, one, they didn't really say, cite where they were getting that information from because I can pretty much guarantee you that there hasn't been a Washington Post reporter with a with a – with a counter in his hand, with a click counter in his hand, watching the section of wall that was put up by Trump and, and, you know, ringing that number up every time he saw a smuggler go through it. That wasn't how it happened. So, uh, but a couple things. One, the wall is being unmaintained, for one, because the Democrats shut it all down, and the wall is incomplete, so you're not going to see any real drastic effect on illegal immigration and criminal activity. But here's the point. Uh, Number one, not only do not only in typical liberal fashion when they try to when they try to bash on something that they chose not to support, not because it was a bad idea, but because they didn't like the guy who had the idea, they actually hypocritically prove the point of that individual. So if you're going to say three thousand smugglers smugglers people these are criminals these aren't just i mean never mind the fact that even just a day-to-day -day person immigrating across our border without going through proper channels that is criminal activity these people are professional criminals so if you're going to say 3000 professional criminals crossed the border then what you're really doing is you're saying trump was right there's a significant amount of criminal activity at the southern border that needs to be managed. So, uh, so in an attempt, what they were really attempting to do was they were attempting to say, okay, okay, we admit it, we, we admit that there's a crisis at the border, but Trump's ideas were still bad. So that's why this article came out immediately after this was they were attempting to say, yes, we do need to do something about the border, but, but we're, we're still not willing to get on board with the wall. Well, here's the thing. Why was the wall a good idea? I'll tell you why. Because it was the best results for investment method of security. Is it foolproof? Absolutely not. 
what the wall was designed, just like the walls in your house, it's not really designed to keep people from ever coming in your house. It's designed to force people to use the door so that you can control who comes in and out of your house. Now, that does not mean that a hardened criminal cannot find a way into your house without using the door. But what it does do along the border by having this wall up means that the non-hardened criminals that would be delayed by the process of this wall can't just walk across an open border. Our border security would have to commit less resources to dealing with the day-to-day -day migrant sneaking across at night and more resources committed to stopping the hardcore criminal element. That's what it's about. Because once the wall goes up, yes, it was a big amount of money, and the Democrats, that's what they always used, was, oh, it was a waste of money because people can still get across the border. Of course they can. But the idea is to limit the damage, slow the bleed. And yes, it's a lot of money up front, but in the long run, the resources saved and the money saved through trying to manage the problem through other ways is significantly lower. It's not 100% foolproof. Nobody ever thought it was. But it is a way to allow us to better manage our resources, to better manage the cost of dealing with this crisis because all other legislative alternatives have cost so much money they could have built this wall 150 times. But I don't even care about that. I don't even care about the cost of it. If you are going to step up in front of an issue and you're going to degrade that issue by saying something like, oh, well, it's just a waste of money. Okay, that's fine. But if you're not going to give me a viable alternative an idea, then your argument is irrelevant because maybe it is a waste of money, but something needs to be done. And if it's a waste of money, uh, it's clear that how we're spending our money otherwise is not working and doing the job. And if you're going to destroy one idea without proposing another, then you have no merit for your argument. You're just being confrontational because you don't like the people that are proposing the ideas. It's not that you have a better idea, it's that you just want that idea to come from somebody else. And that, that you know, that's, that's the obnoxious point of everything and the way that things are working right now, particularly on the left. And, and the right does it too. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a fan, I'm not a huge fan of the way Republicans have done a lot of things lately. But the reality of it is, is that if you're only, if you're only capable of putting an idea down because of who had it and not able to offer up a better solution than really the person who had the idea you don't like is the person who is more knowledgeable and the person that we should be listening to, not you. Because I don't want to hear, oh, well, that's not a good idea. Okay, well, then if, if it's not a good idea, if you think it's not a good idea, the only way you can say it's not a good idea is because you have something to compare it to that is a better idea, but you don't have one. So you've got no basis. We're going to go on a break here. We'll be right back. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2.
Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. All right, everybody, we are back. Man, this, uh, this hour has flown by. We really don't have uh, enough time left to get into another topic. But, you know, here, here's the reality of it. Y'all watch the State of the Union Address. You listen to him talk about how the border was a crisis. There's a border crisis. There's a Ukraine crisis. There's a fuel price crisis. There's a pandemic crisis. There's. I have never in my life heard a State of the Union address that was nothing but crisis. Everything was a crisis. Well, you're in charge of that, buddy, and and you're you're the reason it's a crisis. Uh, we're seeing uh, you know a crime crisis. Who would have thought that that defunding police everywhere and then decriminalizing a bunch of actions would result in more crime. Who would have ever guessed? Well, guess what? Everybody, everybody guessed that. Uh, you know, that, that's everybody told you that was going to happen. Who would have thought that, that shutting down American oil production and going back to relying on foreign oil would ever be a bad idea? Um, everybody, everybody told you that. All you had to do was listen. Uh, who would have thought that shutting down all of Trump's ideas about how to manage the border would have been a bad idea? Uh, everybody, everybody told you that too. I, you know, I, they, here's the thing. So they shut down the, the border management processes. That was a bad idea. That was a wrong idea. Shut down oil production and energy independence, and now they're saying we need to become energy independent. Well, that was a bad idea. Uh, the COVID management process that they did, that they went through, all of it was a complete failure. That was a bad idea. Uh, you know, the the thing is, is that this entire administration has been nothing but bad ideas. And now they're taking to the State of the Union and trying to present to you all of these new ways. You know, who would have thought that uh, sending all your business overseas was a bad idea? Now they're up there telling you, we need to make up, we need to manufacture in America, we need to build in America, we need to, we need to buy American, we need to, we need to become energy independent, and we need to fund the police, and we, a complete 180, because that's what Democrats do. Because I have more respect for somebody who sticks with a bad idea 
even though it was a bad idea, because they believe in their hearts that that was the right thing to do. I respect that more than the person who jumps back and forth and says, well, today I support this. Oh, wait a minute, that didn't work out so well. That's not very popular with the people, so tomorrow I'm going to change my position. That's what happens when you do not have a moral compass and you do not have a principle compass. When you do not have a standard for the way that you operate, then there is no substance to the way that you operate. And these people will destroy and they will ruin and they will make mistake after mistake at your expense. Now, I'm not just talking about your pocketbook. I'm talking about your quality of life. That's what they do. And then when it doesn't work out, they change and pretend that, oh, well, we, you know, just like they say, oh, well, you know, the Democrat and Republican Party values have switched. That's why Democrats aren't the racist anymore. Republicans are. Uh, it seems like the only people who, you know, the only truth to that is, is that the Democrats do like to switch. They like to flip flop their position on everything. And so now all of a sudden, all of these ideas, all these Republican and conservative ideas that were being presented that they put up nothing but resistance for, all of a sudden, they support. And they're going to do their damnedest to try to put them in place and try to play the hero by stealing the good ideas from the good people that had them and pretending that that's going to overshadow the chaos and misery that they have put this country through for the last year and a half, last two years. Uh, don't let it happen. Don't let it happen because the compliance the compliance is the support. Just do not let it happen. That's, that's all I can say. I don't, I don't really know any other way to put that across. Um, you know, these, these people have ruined your lives with ridiculous policies, and now they're trying to backpedal on all of these policies and trying to play the hero. You know, they're going after Trump, saying that he incited the January 6th riot. They incited an entire summer of riots. And their only answer to that was throwing their hands up in the air and saying, oh, people will be people. But anyway, my people out there listening, I love you. God bless. I hope you stick with us. We'll see you next week. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 9.30 to 5.30, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, John 